0: Alright, happy Monday and welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. It is, oh my goodness, we're only six days before Christmas. <sighs> Time just flies by, doesn't it? And you know, as a, a special treat, we are we are joined with Jim Price again today. And you know, I, I, li- I like Jim. Jim's been a friend of mine for a while. And... Uh, Sometimes it's just good to have a co-host to come in here and, and to navigate the narrative of what's really happening. Jim, how are we doing today, man? Good, sir.
1: Thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure and an honor. Uh, good to see you guys here in New York. Uh, you guys got a little bit of snow coming in for the holidays, so nothing new for you, but you know, the essentially the Christmas season. And remember, guys, if we have this time to come together, don't waste it by sitting on your phone and wishing you would have. Go ahead and get together and be a part of the the world that 's around you and Josh, I appreciate your friendship it 's been awesome to know you and there 's been a lot of great things going on in the world around us, but I tell you we are still seeing the uh, the aha moment of the world around us that because Twitter said um, that the government is colluding with social giants uh, social media giants, and everybody is so astonished with their jaw the slack jaw effect hitting the floor how can we be two years ahead of everybody else and, and and Josh think about this we're two to three maybe four six years ahead of these people and they're just now catching up what kind of rock are they
0: living under well you know listen I mean I, I, I was I was looking at this after some research um, Twitter employees at uh, 20, Twitter employees at least 15 former FBI agents okay Facebook <laughs> currently employs Jeez. at least 115 in high ranking positions that formerly worked at FBI, CIA, NSA or DHS. 17 CIA, 37 FBI, 23 NSA, 38 Come DHS. On. Now, Come you on. know what this reminds me of, Jim? Go okay, back I'm, to John what? F. Kennedy's famous speech. Oh, infiltration. The society. Yeah, infiltration instead of invasion. This is the silent war, right?
1: This is the, the 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 flashless, bombless, bulletless war of ideology. And these people are running around going, "No, Twitter suspended this guy for doxing somebody. They can't do that. That hurts." We've been talking about our platforms being deplatformed and and shadow banned for years now. We've been banging the drum, and they're like, "You need to shut up. There's no such thing as shadow banning." But mm-hmm. now we're exposing it, and what? Wait, so which way is it? Do these people ever say, you know what, dude, we're sorry. Can, can you please forgive me for being an, a, a jack-o'-lantern this whole time? There was another word I was going to use there, but we're on the air. But, you know, I mean, seriously, I, I've been a really bad person. I, I treated you wrong, and you were right the whole time. Where is my apology? Do I get a – is there a Christmas card, a, a sign-up list? Where does this come from?
0: Well, you, you know, Jim, when when looking at it, what we're seeing is we're seeing polarization, right? And, and yeah. so – the the right are very um, well aware of the polarized aspect of society of politics, A- and the left they understand that it's happening, but they don't care. They they feed off of it. They they love this uh, this this segregation, the separation of society, because ultimately they they believe they're right. And in you know on the right hand side, the right believes they're right. But here's the thing: is nobody's right. You know, when it when it comes to a society, when it comes to uh, you know your form of government and the implementation of that, you know what's right is what you do in your home. What's right is how you raise your children. You know that that's where we as individuals get to express what is right in the world, and that replicates through to the community, to the state, to the society, so on and so forth. But we have this group herd mentality, right? We have this hundred monkey syndrome to where, you know, someone says something, we latch on to it and we all propagate it out there and it 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 produces this division within the political spectrum and, and right. it's just fuel for the fire of what really happens. And so when, when we're looking at this situation that's happening on Twitter right now with the the platform of free speech, you know, Elon's right in the sense that. People should be able to go out there and speak what they want as long as that's not bringing violence or danger to the people. And that's what these platforms should be. They should be like these, these social communities to where you know we have this, uh, this town hall addressment that we can go out there and utilize. But the problem becomes that it was politically segregated, that intelligence agencies had infiltrated Twitter. Okay. Did and they I'm not infiltrate
1: saying... or did they willfully bring them in? Well, did, they, did, did Twitter say, Hey dude, we want you guys here or were they kinda like <clears throat> we need to have our guys there? See that's another part. Is it the Twitter was for was it was forced on Twitter or did they invite it in? Or well, were they, they getting paid invited as well? It
0: in. They invited it in, but that came about through many years of coercion, through many years of probably manipulation through the upper echelon of Twitter to get that to happen. And so when I look at it like this is that it's not an accident that these intelligence agencies were um, getting jobs at Twitter after leaving the agency, right? right? But also you have to go back into the intelligence agency in history of intelligence agencies to really see why they did that. Now, if you right. go back to um, Operation Mockingbird. Right. This is in the 1960s. Yeah. This is where the Central Intelligence Agency was really getting its funding, was really ramping up its drive for monetization by controlling the drug trade, um, starting their coups on various third world countries to continue their, their, their increase of, of monetization by, by controlling these countries. Mm-hmm. And they started Operation Mockingbird, which went out there and took U.S. media – infiltrated them, and brought yeah. some of their people in on the payroll, trained them in subversion, psychological warfare, these types of things, and then controlled them by giving them tips or intel. Now, isn't that interesting? Is that the intelligence agencies would come in there and they'd say, hey, look, we're gonna put you on the payroll. We're gonna pay you an extra $1,000 a month. And all we're gonna do is we're gonna feed you information. We're gonna give you intelligence so you can have the breaking story so we can really inform the American public. Wow. This is how it all started, right? Right. And, and what happened from there is, is you have the intelligence agencies really creating the narrative in this country of public policy. Not only public policy, but social and cultural change and shifts that right. they could, they, you know, everybody, if people remember Walter Concrete, I mean, th- this yeah. is one of the people that was on the payroll. We have so many more that were on the payroll. And they come in, they take that money, they take the intelligence, they, they weave it into their story of the narrative that's actually unfolding in the world, and the intelligence right. communities can control, in, in a sense, the, the emotional reaction that comes from the American people, and it's no different nowadays.
1: Well, I, 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 you understand that, that the guy who created propaganda, who actually brought it to the government, his son co-founded Netflix. So when we think about the MK Ultra effect that was started back in the 50s, and then we then uh, Bush Senior came out and made an announcement, of being a CIA director himself, said that well we're not going to use this program anymore. Well that means you were using it for at least 10 years that we know of. And then the problem is is that now the guy who's you know running Netflix is the guy who was you know grew up in the knowing what propaganda was. I, I sometimes that it is so close to our face that we we, we expect it to be further away. But yet, it's right here next to us, and then we talk about the shadow government. Your shadow is attached to you, and we learned in Peter Pan where you you stitched your your shadow to your toe, and that how they talked about that. And that's a whole other rabbit hole in Peter Pan. But anyway, <laughs> Peter Pan was actually the bad guy, but Captain Hook was the good guy. Yeah, don't blow your brain on that one? But the idea that we are the shadow government when they talk about the shadow government, it's right next to you. It's like the judge who who did you know signed the stuff that he did with me that that he was my friend. The shadow government sits next to you at, at, at the coffee table. It, it talks to you on your text messages. It's right up there next to you. So we keep thinking it's so far far away from us, but it's right next to us.
0: It, well, it is right next to us, and, and I mean, it's listening to us right now. I mean, we <laughs> look at the, the we look at the modifications of how history has developed technologically, and we look at every aspect of infiltration within that level of technology. I mean, this isn't something new. This has been going on for millennia. I mean, we have, you know, the Vatican Intelligence Agency. We have the MI6, um, the Mossad. The Vatican mm-hmm. Intelligence Agency is one of the, the oldest intelligence agencies on the planet that taught the MI6, that taught the Mossad, right?
1: What about the... Why is Scotland Yard... What was the, the whole idea about why Scotland Yard protects the Vatican?
0: Well, you, you have the Swiss Guard... Which protects the Vatican? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And Swiss is the Switzerland is technically like kind of like a neutral country, but um, that that's a whole episode in itself. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't researched that in years, but I used to know quite a bit on that one, um, right. on the history of why Switzerland is that key component within the Vatican, but it has to deal with uh, um, neutrality and sovereign nations. But going into this is these intelligence communities. They're organized not to collect, gather information and then basically expose threats to save and protect the people. But instead, their, their methodology now is ideological in nature, that they're meant to infiltrate and subvert, to, to change people's mindsets, to change people's actions, ha- behaviors, to bring right. about – Fundamental societal change towards an ideological agenda. That's the key we have to understand here. We'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show right after this.
1: Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations.
0: All right, back with the Dark Delight Show. And we're talking about Merry the infiltration. There you go. <laughs> we're talking about the infiltration of the intelligence communities in well, Wait, wait our Hold on a second. If well. I can say that out loud, if you can say that out loud,
1: then we have failed as a society. I mean that's a full stop right there the entire everything every wheel should stop turning in the government if we know that we have an we have entire groups of agencies trying to destroy us or control us through what we take in each day I mean tell me I'm wrong tell me tell me how we can continue to go down like hey let's go do that merry christmas thing cuz this is greater CIA is in our computers yay
0: If well, I could say that well, one you're time right. and that's a fact that's, you know, society has everything. failed for a long time, Jim. Society has failed for a long time, at least American society, that, you know, Yuri Bezmenov talked about this in the sense of the infiltration of the communists into the United States of America. And he talked about how they would go in there and they will infiltrate the education, academia, they'll infiltrate the institutions, the third parties, the think tanks, these types of things. And then they'll begin strategically placing their people throughout all of our government organization into the bureaucracy. And then they'll start making the fundamental changes from there. And that's exactly what we've seen. But one thing that we did not understand during that time, and I think many people tried to warn us of this mm-hmm. back in the 50s and the 60s, including McCarthy and, and Kennedy and many others, is that the infiltration had already occurred within from – the, from the communists into our intelligence agencies and that our intelligence agencies – Uh, Look, you you mentioned George Herbert Walker Bush here, right? Right. George Herbert Walker Bush, and we can get into the whole George uh, Sherbert thing, but (laughs) George (laughs) Herbert Walker Bush's father was Prescott Bush. Right. Do you know the history of of Prescott Bush?
1: Yeah. Once you learn it, though, it, it makes you feel dirty inside. I can't
0: get in the shower and get clean enough after I learn this stuff. Well, this is bad. Go ahead. There's something known as the business plot in the Union Banking Corporation, and this is something mm-hmm. that everybody out there needs to truly understand. Okay, Prescott Bush, which was uh, George Herbert Walker Bush's father, was founder of, and one of seven directors, including uh, Avril Harriman, of Union, Union Banking Corporation. Okay, It's
1: an mm-hmm. investment
0: bank that opened a clearinghouse for many assets and enterprises held by the German steel magnate Fritz Thyssen. OK, an early supporter and financier of the Nazi Party. In 1942, the bank was suspected of holding gold on behalf of Nazi leaders. The government investigation obviously came out and said, no, that's not that's not the case. But they, the <laughs> bank's assets were seized under the treaty with the Enemy Act. OK, this is during World right. War Two. Th- this is the former two former president's father, OK, who, who right. was Charged with trading with the enemy act. Okay, not this is not even the the top of it. There is a guy out there, okay, and mm-hmm. he's a Marine Corps general by the name of Smetley Butler. Okay, Smetley Butler. Smetley oh, Butler. That's right. He had been <laughs> <Smelly> awarded. <Butler>. <laughs> <laughs> he had been awarded. Sorry, back but, to the story. <laughs> he had been awarded. <laughs> okay, the Medal of Honor two times. Right. And the third time he received the Navy Cross, but was supposed to be a Medal of Honor, but they didn't. the, the Congress didn't want to give him a third Medal of Honor. This guy was an American war hero, four-star general, all right? He, he went and testified in front of Congress in the late 1930s. When he testified, he told Congress that he was approached by a group of Wall Street businessmen. These businessmen offered him Boatloads of money to take an army and march in the D.C. and form a coup on the presidency. Form a coup in Washington, D.C., take over the country and install their regime. He declined. He went in. By the way, this, this man had the ear of Roosevelt. Okay. Yeah. He, he had the ear of, of Truman and Roosevelt. He went uh-huh. in there, and he talked directly to Roosevelt, to FDR, and told him this. And you want to know what FDR did? <laughs> Kicked him out? Nothing. He did huh. nothing. Said, oh, I'll no. look into it. Okay? Well, now, I guess the- he did it politely. He just said, oh, cool, dude, and then did nothing. <laughs> well, yeah. Jeez. I mean, th- this is this is serious, too. Uh, I mean, Smetley Brutler, FDR is involved. And you have Prescott Bush at the head of this. You have Averill Harriman at the he- at the, the, the top of this, okay? Now, yeah. what these guys were trying to do is they were trying to end it and take over the United States of America for, for good during this point in time. But they ultimately failed. But one of the men involved in the business banking plot in Union Banking Corporation was Prescott Bush. Th- this man should be in jail. Do you know what yeah. Prescott Bush went on to do? Huh. Well – he ends up going out there and helping create what's known as the Office of Strategic Services, OSS, for the United States government. Th- do you know what OSS is? It wasn't there OSS in the in the German army too. Well, OSS came about during World War Two, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it basically became the Central Intelligence Agency.
1: Oh. <sighs>
0: Now, now is think so about. so close to us. Yeah. It, this, this makes no sense whatsoever unless they were freely allowed to do it. By the way, he was also a member of Skull and Bones, Yale, Secret Society. Uh, this is uh, according to Skull and Bones lore. Prescott Bush was among the group of bonesmen who dug up and recovered the skull of Geronimo uh, from the grave. Wow. Um, he was What's a the religious World aspect War of doing that? What,
1: what is the, the, the ritual of doing that, digging up his, his skull for?
0: You know, I don't know why they did that, but apparently they still have it there, in their uh, their uh, their crypt at Yale. But I mean, you're you're talking about Nazi sympathizers. They were taking money from the Nazis, gold from the Nazis. They were funding the Nazis. The, the, and there's so much more with Union Banking Corporation. Not only that is Union Banking Corporation was basically making the relationships and the connections into Nazi Germany with American companies. So you you had Ford Motor Company, which operated all throughout Europe. They operated in the UK, they operated in Germany, they operated in Poland, Ukraine, and they had various subsidiaries that operated within this. One thing that people don't know is that within what is so the so-called concentration camps. And I say so-called right. because there's, there's speculation on a lot of this. I always told some stuff in the military and seen some information on this that kind of shows that the, the, the story that we hear today is not necessarily the truth. But the vehicles, the trucks that the Germans used were Fords. The computer systems right. were IBM. I, I mean right. – we Well, the to understand- gas
1: that was supposedly used in the, in the uh, war itself and also in the chambers was developed by Standard Oil and sold under a, a subsidiary to the German army. So we were supplying the
0: gas. Exactly. And so (laughs) a lot of our our history, a lot of what we've been told is not necessarily what the truth is. And this infiltration goes far, far back. I mean, just think about it. I mean, Prescott Bush comes out there and helps to basically organize OSS, Operation of Strategic Services, which eventually becomes CIA. During the same time, you have something known as Operation Paperclip, right? Yep. Yep. Operation Paperclip went out brings there.
1: Brings the Germans to us because they are these lowly losers of the war that we need to bring them into our country and put them into different parts of our – are we that dumb? I mean seriously, Josh. They just they, – I don't think they lost the war. I think that we created some type of an agreement to allow
0: them to infiltrate our government. I mean am I too far out on that? Well, no. Many, many people say that the Nazis didn't lose the war. They actually Uh won it because they infiltrated the United States of America. And this is kind of what we're overviewing here, right? Right. Is that Prescott Bush goes out there, creates OSS. OSS, then basically OSS came out of the Army intelligence agencies, okay? Then what happens is U.S. Army intelligence agencies under the direction of OSS goes out there. And creates Operation Paperclip, bringing various Nazis over to the United States of America, keeping them on U.S. military bases, um, taking their family members. Because you got to remember, when a Nazi comes over to the United States of America, right at the end of World War II, and they got a family, they got a wife and they got kids. Those kids are going to have a hard time in those schools. So what they did with those kids? Are you ready for this one? Hmm. Is they put them in the families of generals and admirals and various general officers. Oh yeah. I remember that. Okay? So these yeah. kids will grow up in a military family with a general so forth and not be suspected of being former German and Nazi. Now, here is the int- – this, this is deep. This is a deep rabbit hole for everybody. But this is the next part mm-hmm. is that Operation Paperclip Okay, is organized. Prescott Bush is behind this. They go out there. They bring the, them over. Who was the one man that went out there throughout all of Germany – and started hunting these people down and bringing them into Operation Paperclip. Do you know his name? No, I know the story, I don't know his name, go ahead. Okay, so at the time, he was a low-ranking enlisted member of the United States Army. right? And he just happened to be Jewish and spoke German. And so he was recruited, he was in there, he went out there and started recruiting all these people to come on over through Project Paperclip. This man's name is Henry Kissinger. I mean you can't make this stuff up. So Henry Kissinger is, is a critical component in bringing these Nazis over to the United States of America, taking right. their, their children, putting them in the family of general officers. Witness now Witness
1: location is, program. Is that how we – that's where that's really developed, right? Witness location. You put people into different things that they work in and nobody
0: suspects a thing, right? Now, now if you remember something that we can't – well, we, we can talk about it but we can't really mention the names but like 17 right. always talked about on the boards, follow the wives. Follow right. the wives. You know what's interesting is Jill Biden's uh, mother was a school teacher, father was a military officer. Um, Barbara Bush's father was a uh, military officer, and mother was a school teacher. And uh, yeah. we got Lynn Forrest uh, they Rothschild, whose mother was a school teacher and father was a military officer. I don't know about you, but I see a pattern there. We're going to take a quick <laughs> break. We'll be back with more Dr. Light Show right after this.
1: Dark to Light with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations.
0: All right. Welcome back to the Dark to Light show. We're talking about the rise of the Fourth Reich as uh, Jim Mars would like to call it. (laughs) And uh, I I think Jim was spot on because if we start looking at this trail in history, Jim, you know, we go back to late 19th century. Okay. There was an obvious um, concern through... Multiple, I guess, incredibly wealthy, mega wealthy families in the United States of America, including the Roosevelts, uh, about the infiltration of, of European dynasties into United States of America's infrastructure. Um, this was one of the biggest concerns that led to Teddy Roosevelt actually running um, for his third term and creating the Bull Moose Party. Right. And I mean – when we start looking at American history, we see this infiltration in every street corner. I mean, the, the creation of the federal reserve in 1913. I mean, this is something that many people don't know about the uh, federal reserve. Okay. Right. Do you know who one of the founders of the federal reserve who had direct connections to Nazis,
1: Oh, there was actually two of them, wasn't there? And uh, by the way, if people don't know where Jekyll Island is, it's actually down in Georgia. I didn't know that geographically. Mm-hmm. So, in your mind's eye, when you think about Jekyll Island and that meeting to create the uh, the the IRS or the Federal Reserve, that whole that whole debacle we created. Um, but anyway, Jekyll Island's down south. Um, I can't remember their names, but that. But actually, there was two of them that had direct connections, and they actually flew over just for that meeting in Jekyll Island.
0: That's right. Well, or boated the over the one I'm talking about. Okay. Is Paul Warburg. Okay? Right. And and so Paul Warburg is the grandson of Jacob Schiff. So the Schiff family... was also one of the founding families of the Federal Reserve Bank. So it's like, keep it in the family. But Paul Warburg was also brothers to a guy by the name of Max Warburg. Max Warburg was basically the head, of, head comptroller of the Nazi Party in Germany. Yeah, that's fine. And, and these guys came in and created the Federal Reserve, the centralized bank. So when we start piecing all this together, we, we start seeing this grand conspiracy that's been unfolding for well over 100 years of how intelligence, uh, intelligence networks have infiltrated every aspect of our society. And right now they're just in – they're in their endgame. They're, they're in their game set match stage is that they have so much power and control that it, it's becoming incredibly difficult to weed them out because simply they are everywhere. And I like what Elon Musk is doing and it's beautiful what he's doing but here's the thing is, is it it doesn't matter it's not going to work it's not going to get rid of them you you literally right. have to disband the US intelligence networks then you have to compartmentalize their power and authority of which they have taken through various policy and legislation and, and like here's the re- Firstly, FBI, DHS, you, you don't need both of them. You need one or the other, right? Uh, right? You don't even need a federal police force. This is what we have. What about, you know, state what about
1: Homeland Security? Security? What about, um, I mean, there's well, DHS, Border yeah. Patrol and then Border Patrol and DHS and Homeland Security. And, I mean, aren't these all separate agencies doing the exact
0: same job? They are. DEA, it, this, is, this is their, their methodology, is they, they create a massive bureaucracy, And then they fund that massive bureaucracy and that allows for the increase the high increase of taxes on the middle class which basically um, disintegrates the middle class drops that down to a poor and a rich class and you just go on from there
1: right yeah okay let me let me do something real quick josh and i know that when you think about this this is this is the Declaration of Independence, and I don't know why we don't really think of this in our daily lives when we think about the behemoth that has become government. I think that I think there is a business plan a return on investment, what percentage of the GDP can be used on government before it comes cumbersome or overbearing of the people uh It says when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands now listen this is the political bans this is not destruction of or you know you know blah blah blah. You know, tar and feathering, hangings. It just says, dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another. In other words, what we have connected ourselves to the government. And to assume among the powers of the earth, okay, the, think about this. The separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and the nature's God entitled them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind, thinks requires that they should declare and cause them, impel, cause them which impel them to the separation. I know this is old English word order stuff, but the, when, it, when we talk about this, we're saying we wanted to, we need to dissolve those political bands. Somewhere along the line, we got to quit believing that the FBI is doing a great job, and we need to to cut it back. You know, have some purge. We need to society size these back. But a thing is, how do we got to limit the government? But we've spent five trillion dollars. One part of this political bird, the same. You know, two wings of the same bird, this establishment has spent almost $5 trillion to con- out of American money alone to convince you to take a government chemical, put it into your body. Guys, this is a political party that is trying to, to control your mind and tell you what to put in your body. And they spent $5 trillion of your dollars doing it and are still paying for advertising every single day. Oh, go out there and get it. Go out there and get it. The public health department and all these departments have all this money to advertise this government chemical. Guys, somewhere along the line, we got to We got to stop feeding this beast that's eating us. We spent five trillion dollars. How much could we all have in our bank account if we split up five trillion dollars between the three hundred and seventy million Americans, every man, woman, child in America? Five trillion dollars. We blew on a chemical that the FDA just said causes blood clots and heart heart failure. What the Guys, wake up to this. We're telling you about the slow drip of how they work these people into news and politics and your daily lives, the Hollywood of things, the music, the whole Jim Morrison and his father and the Admiralty and the, the Navy and all that stuff. Guys, this connection, somewhere along the line, you have to say, you know what? Enough's enough.
0: You just know, well, you said Jim Morrison and his father. Are you talking about Laurel Canyon?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. That's going on at the same time. We've got the... The the petrodollar and
1: yeah, well, mean? okay.
0: Well, let's give everybody a little background what what we mean by Laurel Canyon. So yeah. Jim Morrison's father obviously was Admiral Morrison, who was a four star admiral, uh, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And Jim Morrison grew up around Laurel Canyon, California. Now, what's interesting is in the 19, late 1950s, the United States Air Force set up a media hub in Laurel Canyon. Now, this media hub, many believed, was a front for MKUltra um, and where they basically started implementing MKUltra on various schools. Now, here's the thing is Janis Joplin, Frank Zappa, Jim Morrison. And multiple other famous musicians all went to the same school and grew up within a 10-mile radius of Laurel Canyon. Mm-hmm. And these are the same people that basically carved out the 1960s generation and produced the, the counterculture movement. And so many but people – then they believed... pushed
1: – so they, so they created the counterculture movement, but then they created the bureaucracy to fight the counterculture, Right.
0: Correct, correct. They created the bureaucracy that, that fight the counterculture, which gives you the rise of today. Also, the whole war on drugs, the, 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 right. the supplemental funding that goes on for that. Um, while we have the CIA
1: uh, doing the Iran-Contra affair where they're hauling pounds of cocaine into our country while we're doing the war on drugs, the failed war on drugs. I mean, but our CIA is paying a guy to bring it in while he's shipping guns back. What
0: yeah. the – yeah, yeah. Well how about Is this? Is anybody exhausted yet? I mean <laughs> Well, and you know what drugs have turned into now? Drugs have turned into pharmaceuticals. I right. mean I mean, think about the first vaccination protocols that happened in the United States of America. These were smallpox, but the, the largest mass vaccination came after polio broke out. Now, right. polio can be directly attributed to DDT. Yep. Pe- people, people can research this, is that countries that still utilize DDT have massive outbreaks of polio. But this produces this whole vaccination effort. Now, Which whether you're, you're, a, you're a doctor, <laughs> a researcher, a microbiologist, a chemist, a virologist, immunologist, I, I don't care. Uh, I have a study right here on my desk that was a 10-year-long study. Of vaccinated per- people versus unvaccinated people, an epidemiological study, a vaccinated versus unvaccinated, a ten-year study on health. Jim, do you want to know the the percentage of unvaccinated people, people who've never received a vaccination in their life, that get heart disease, cancer, cancers? I said cancers, cancers, diabetes. Do you know what the percentage that is? It's got to be like zero. It's less than one percent. Like zero. It's less yeah. than one percent. How about this? Is uh, under vaccinated people? You want to know what the percentage is?
1: Oh, it's probably closer to eighty.
0: It's ninety-eight percent. Come on, man!
1: Come on,
0: come on, folks! Can we? There, just... There's a massive <sighs> immunodeficiency created by the fact that we get vaccines. Now, you, you were just talking about this one vaccine, obviously. Right. That with five billion dollars of American the fresh one they just dollars. updated
1: with the Omicron variant. Well, yeah, the
0: the mRNA <laughs> with CRISPR-Cas9 technology in it yeah, that goes yeah, in. They upgraded it for you. Utilizes folks. lipo uh, lipo nanoparticles to infiltrate your cell, go in there, and start changing your DNA. We'll talk about that here in a second, and how that has a lot to do with what we're seeing today. We'll be right back with more Dark to Light Show.
1: Dark to Light with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations.
0: All right, back with the Dark to Light show. And uh, we're we're talking now about uh, the the, the (laughs) Vax. And and, 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 listen, you know, I know people out there got it. And what we're seeing is that it, it typically is people who got a lot of it. Um, not all of them are having these types of effects. But I, I well, wanted some to point are the this control out, Jim. group, right? Some well, got some of the control group. That's right. How about this, Jim? Canada's health director of parliamentary affairs, who leads Canada's response team to COVID nineteen and vaccine rollout, dead at thirty-five years of age. And it's uh hmm. mentioned that he died suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Guys, if you can't see the writing on
1: the wall, we, we're not paying attention. Let me, let me give you a quote real quick. Uh, Democrat re- uh, Representative Adam Schiff of California said Sunday that Section 230 protection should be repealed if tech companies do not do more to combat hate and loathing on their platform. He is actually continuing to say that we're, the censoring that the government is doing is necessary. And he's saying that now they're going to talk about repealing Section 230, which our buddy Jason Fick has been really working on to go to the Supreme Court. But everything that you're talking about – is this guy just backed it up he's saying this on an open interview that that he said on CNN that you know we need to get you know they need to get back in there and do more fighting of this disinformation according to their their standing but if we have the freedom of, of of speech even if i want to say stupid things you know i get to do that and people get to listen to me or don't get to listen to me and we're seeing the finger of this government having put its uh, finger on the scale over and over again this bureaucracy this establishment we have become too burdensome, and I tell you, I, I know I was chopping up the Declaration of Independence, but when we hold these truths to be self-evident, all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Inalienable rights are rights you cannot give away or take away, and yet you're talking about the, the, this deep dive into the government chemical, the deep dive into the chemical chemicals they used in World War One and World War Two. We're seeing this in this, but when do we when do we throw off these these shackles? When do we throw off this yoke that is too heavy for our society to maintain?
0: Exactly. Now you're talking about Adam Schiff here, and this is the chairman of the, yeah. the Congressional Intelligence Committee. Um, yeah. I, I wrote this on Twitter earlier. I used some 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 vulgarity, but I wonder how jail will be when the world finds out that little Adam Shifty Schiff was directing the intelligence community to censor Americans as a direct violation of the Constitution. And what do I mean by this? Is that Tucker Carlson um, did an interview with Tulsi Gabbard last week, Mm -hmm. and he was coming out talking about how friends of his, members of Congress, are petrified by the fact that the CIA and the NSA are reading their messages, their text messages, their emails, their phone calls, that they are being spied on by the intelligence community. Not only that, as he goes out there and talks about Congressman Call, who Labeled him a Russian disinformation artist and came out publicly and said that and Tucker called him up and said, what are you doing? Why, why are you saying this? He goes, well, this is the intelligence that I have gotten from my intelligence briefers. Every congressman has an intelligence briefer. And basically what the way the intelligence community works is they propagate down information, trickle down totalitarianism. They give this to the intelligence briefers and they go out and give it to the congressman. Now the intelligence briefers probably don't know if this information is true or not, but basically whoever's in charge of the intelligence community or in charge of the handling of the intelligence can basically target any congressman or senator they want with these intelligence briefings and change that person's reality and really dictate and manipulate policy. Here's the Mm -hmm. thing is Congress and Senate shouldn't be getting any intelligence briefings the only person who should be getting intelligence briefings is the president of the united states i don't care if they're on the senate intelligence committee the congressional intelligence it doesn't matter they shouldn't have access to that level of information because what happens is is it it sways their 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 opinion towards legislation and policy right And, and that takes away from the power of the people ultimately
1: right well, you you, you keep you, we keep talking about this. Remember in uh, Good Morning Vietnam with uh, Robin Williams, and he had to, he kept getting these people who were going through and scratching through the teletype that was giving them the daily news, and they were you know, scribbling through things and, and censoring it right there. They had true army censors for army radio that told us right there that this was happening back in Vietnam and Korea, obviously in the you know in that Pacific Rim area. So we have an example of it in the movies, but you know, supposedly ooh, this is something brand new just that Twitter just started doing in the last couple of years. I, I want people to understand the origins of this, is it, the nefarious of this has is, is been around since even when we go to the Knights Templars, the Friday the 13th when the, the Pope put out the order to the edict to kill all Knights Templars on site. I mean, guys, we have been having conspiracies like this where people want power structure over the other or want to kill those that are doing for others. I'm amazed that we we are not more enlightened to this. And I, I guess we have to be more curious. We have to ask those next questions. How did the the crowns at the time become a part of the Vatican and then the, the Vatican then crowns the kings? Oh, why? Because the two-man handshake to eliminate your debtor, which was by killing the uh, Knights Templars on Friday the 13th. We don't even know why Friday the 13th is scary. Only because we don't know our history. And here we got Adam Schiff saying openly that we need to get rid of Section 230, which gives them protections, but I thought it didn't give them protections. Guys, we've got to be more vigilant to this. We have to throw off this heavy yoke that is now drowning us. It's not worth taking, going down for these people's little bit of power and a little bit of money they want to control.
0: Yeah, I agree. And this is where we come into the point is, how do you bring about resolution? How do you find solution to what we're seeing in this country right now? And I hate to say it, but you have to tear the whole system down. You have to bring it down to its knees. You cannot have the bureaucracy function anymore at the federal level. And that's the beautiful thing is, you know, we call it the United States of America, right? Right. But but Should really, right, what it is is it, it's the union of the states, right? right? Is that each state is its own sovereign nation, and they have come into union to form the federal bureaucracy, and that federal bureaucracy only exists today because of the states complying with it. The states still involved in that union, A- and right. that's the thing: is the states need to start taking action. We need the Tenth Amendment to be to be propped up on the shoulders of these giants these governors come out and start saying that hey look we're done with the federal government we're not seceding but we're leaving the union we're leaving the union and and, and the federal government is no longer representative of the american people it's no longer representative of the states of sovereignty it's infiltrated every aspect of our society our social our cultural ac- academic it's integrated into the government and that the states need to stand up against this tyranny. That that's just the fact of the matter, right?
1: Well, and and, and it, it takes action, folks. We have to talk together. And a lot of the stories go around the Declaration of Independence at the time where coffee was actually far more popular, and there was literally a coffee store in every single corner of the of the colonies, where it created this excitement, and people wanted to stay up and talk and do these different things. Well, the thing is, is in this time when you see the desperation of our times and we know that we have a government that has become burdensome to us. It is our right and our duty to actually, you know, stand up and say what we want. And yet we've been, we've been so patted on the head and so potatoed and like, oh, just sit here and get fat and, and get lazy. We'll go govern for you. No, 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 That it's a representative government. They are our public servants and nobody would, quote unquote, have a servant in their home and not tell them what to do. Yet we have public servants who run around and try to tell us what government chemicals to put in our body or what corporations can put in our food without our notice. Again, we need more honesty, more transparency, and guys, I'll tell you, life is a lot easier when you just say it out loud and get it done, and in this time of this holiday season, one of the things they taught us in the during the old uh, corona, you know, Mexican beer flu phase of our of our world is that to stay away from each other. Well, that's what they wanted for us. We should be coming together, buying together, and join together. You want to use biblical terms. You know, God says if two or more of you are there to come together, I am there with you. Well, it's right there in the proof of the pudding. Get together, come together and, and, and make this what you want to be. It's all inside of our hearts what we want the world to be, right? Our actions dictate the future.
0: That they do, Jim. Our actions dictate the future. It's our, it's our thoughts coordinating with our actions that have an aligned behavior that bring about the future of this country. And that we, the people, need to stand up for what's right, for what's good. We need to be just accosted by what's happening. And as more and more people come and wake up and they call their congressman, they call their senator and go, how is this happening? How is the intelligence agencies controlling the federal government? This needs to end. This needs to stop. And it's not investigations. It's not subpoenas. It's going out there and voting and getting rid of them right now. That's what needs to happen. Anyways. That's all the time that we have for you today on The Dark Delight Show. Jim and I will be back tomorrow with another episode of The Dark Delight Show. Have a great day. Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you soon.